Where you are is exactly where you need to be. I hope you believe that because it is 100% absolutely unequivocally true. On today's episode of Emphatically You with Candace, we're going to talk about the beauty of divine timing and what that actually looks like. Our time on earth is predetermined and you know each moment that we are blessed to have here allows for opportunities to witness the divine timing of our lives. Hey, 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 welcome to the Emphatically You podcast. I'm your host, Candace Nelson, wife, mother of one dope college student, lover of words, music, and a native Adamsville bred Georgia peach. You're invited to this easy, breezy, soulful, safe space created for those of us who need occasional reminders, some tips, tools, and transformative messages that will speak to the heart of you. Come along with me on this brand new journey of truth, love, and growth. It's time to let your hair down and put yourself first so you can speak and be emphatically you. Let's get into it. Divine timing for me is when I step out of my own way and allow God's perfect plan to manifest in my life. Timing isn't calculated by the person when you are walking in God's will. These words are from Sister Kim Smith. Hey, y'all. Today was a good day (laughs) for several reasons, but one in particular is because I was able to enjoy some delicious, crispy veggie spring rolls from one of my favorite restaurants. Shout out to Doc Shay's Noodle House here in Atlanta. (laughs) You know, I always like to get fortune cookies just to see what the fortune will say. That's the only reason why. The message in today's cookie said, in dreams and in life, nothing is impossible. This was a remarkable reminder for me, and it is for you too. I want to ask you a question. Have you ever thought to yourself, I may have missed my chance, or I'm too old, or it's too late for that? Let me tell you something. I have finally begun to grasp the reality and the truth as I see it. And this is it. You can't be too late for what is meant for you. Did you hear me? Things may not happen the way you think they should or the way that you would like. What is designed for you is meant specifically for you. I said this earlier in my opening, you are exactly where you're supposed to be. You know, when it seems you are seeing some of the same things come up over and over again, for example, like different people keep mentioning the same book or they keep talking about the same person that they saw, you know, it just keeps coming up several times over and over, or you run into the same person again and again. Those are some examples of divine timing. Here's another one. You feel a calling to go somewhere or do something that seems out of the ordinary for you. Well, most times, you know, you'll know when it's time for you to visit a certain place 
or to join a program or listen to a podcast. Hey now, these nudges or callings, if you want to use that word, may feel random. You should just trust them. Just trust them. I want to talk to you about linear thinking. You know, some years ago, I read that divine timing is defined as the point at which linear time meets up with God's time. I love that definition, (laughs) especially because I don't know that I really even thought about divine timing as I was growing up. Now, we're talking about linear thinking. What is linear? Webster defines linear as progressing from one stage to another in a single series of steps or in a sequential order. Well, you know, when I grow up, um, I grew up in a very, very um, structured family and life was structured. Um, You know, it was kind of the straight line and things were in a very specific order. And I believed that my life was to move in a very linear fashion. Um, That was just the way things were supposed to go. It was what I knew. And, you know, we, we do things based on what we learn and what we see. And for me, this is what I thought. I was supposed to go to school. I was supposed to get a job. I'm supposed to get married. I'm supposed to have some children. And then I'm supposed to buy a house. Okay, nothing's wrong with that, but everything doesn't necessarily go in that exact order. But in my mind, As I was growing into a young person, I thought that's exactly the way that it was supposed to go. And I think society believes that it's supposed to go that way as well. Now, the reality is I checked some of those boxes. I did. I went to college. I graduated from high school. I went to college, but I didn't graduate the first time I went to college. And I'll say things looked easier for everybody except me. You know, it looked like it was something that would work. And as a result, when it didn't work, I'm telling you, the self-doubt began to creep in deeply. I ended up going and I got a job. I was working in corporate and I kind of went from this place to this place, trying to get myself together, trying to figure out what my life was supposed to be like. And through all of those different experiences, I learned that the corporate jobs from one to the other just simply was not the path for me. Now, I did go back to school. I went back. But it was only after I realized it's never too late to go to school. I think initially when I thought about it, I kept saying, girl, you too old to go back to school. All those people going to be in there looking at you like, what this old lady doing in here? (laughs) And I really wasn't even old at the time. I just felt like college was for 18, 19, 20 year olds. Well, I did complete my bachelor's degree. And this time I did it just for me. Now, let me share this. It can be very disheartening, and it was for me, and disappointing when you feel like you're on the right track in your heart and your mind, but the rest of your world is trying to play catch up. You know, doubt, fear, and frustration, they come up and they take a front row seat until, 
until you are able to understand the reasoning and the plan for it all. Many, many times we get stuck. We get stuck in our linear thinking. And again, I'm talking to me because this happened in my life and we forget that there are billions of divine factors working together for our good. It's our job to stop, listen, and follow through. You know, being a Virgo, my mind was wired to always think of everything as black and white. You know, a very simplistic order, always trying to be in control of every little thing. I have now learned that you have to surrender. You have to surrender to a deeper inner truth um, and always know that God is lovingly speaking to us saying, hey, I know the way. Just follow me. Just follow me and, and everything's going to work out for you. Uh, I've got the map. So put on your sunglasses and relax because we're going to get there when we get there. <laughs> that reminds me of that movie um, from The Incredibles where the children are in the backseat. Are we there yet? Are we there yet? And the dad says, we'll get there when we get there. Well, that's what God is saying to us. We will get there when we get there. As we continue this talk about divine timing, it leads me to ask the question, what does trust look like? Trust is a big word. It's a big thing for everybody because you want to trust the people in your life. You want to trust that you're making the right decisions in your life. You want to feel good about how things move from one point to the next. Well, let me say this. One of the most difficult things to do, at least for me, is learning to surrender. And I don't mean surrender everything, but surrendering to God and actually learning to accept new things that are happening for me as well as you. I wrestle with fear and I have for quite some time. I told y'all I'm gonna be real transparent with you as we go down this journey together. And I'm gonna tell you, I like to be in control. Can all my type A peeps raise your hand? Do you see me waving my hand in the air and waving it like I just don't care? <laughs> you know, the unknown tends to frighten me, or at least it has in the past. And I'm currently in a space of releasing my fears and living for me. And I'm telling y'all, it feels good. But how about you? Where are you in that place, in that journey? I have actually learned that I feel more at peace when I allow people, events, and situations to simply happen. There's no need to question why. It is because it is divine timing. Now, I want to tell you that from my perspective, trust is love. Trust is faith. Honesty, respect, confidence. Trust is believing that God has your back. Trust is not control. Now you heard me talking about how I like to be in control. Trust is not control. Trust is not painful. 
trust is not connected to guilt. Now I want to share that my trust in terms of being in a relationship with another individual was shaken when I was a young adult during a very tumultuous relationship that I was involved in. Now I'll probably get into that part of my story a little further down the road, but that was a point when my trust um, was shaken. And as a result of that, I then internalized it and I tended to not trust my own judgment and the decisions that I was making about my life. We talked about second guessing on my first episode. And when I tell y'all second guessing is so real, I, I just don't know how to say it any plainer than that. But listen, there are also contingencies that are connected with trust. Like, do I trust God? Do I trust my husband? Um, do I trust myself? When I went through that bad relationship, I did not trust myself. But I'll say this, partners... And actually, I'm saying partners, but this applies to any relationship that you have. But partners respect each other's independence. Partners can make their own decisions without fear or any retribution or retaliation and share decisions. So, you know, being fully aware and grateful, I now believe everything good and bad that I have experienced so far has led me to exactly where I am right now. You know, staying present is what trusting and believing in God's divine timing is. It's also accepting the work that needs to be done. And you have to be honest with yourself. You have to accept that. I also want to mention that trust is something that is earned, just like respect is earned. And I'm right here, I'm going to throw in a really brief story. I'm going to try to wrap it up um, so that it's not too long. But when I was in high school, I was dating this guy and I cut school. Okay, I cut school once and I actually tried to do it a second time. But this time I got caught. And I want to preface this by saying I love both my parents, my mother and my father. And although my father is now passed on, I was a daddy's girl to my core. Let me make sure you all are aware of that. But here's the thing. When I tried to cut school, I got caught, busted. The counselor figured something out, called my mom. I'm sitting in the counselor's office waiting for them to give me my slip of paper. I'm just sitting there and who should walk in but my mother. When I tell y'all I could have peed in myself, I could have wet the floor because I was in total shock and I knew it was on. It was on and popping and I was going to get it. Well, I'm going to, you know, fast forward to the fact that I was supposed to be meeting this guy at a library. I was going to ride the bus and um, it wasn't on the necessarily the safest area of town. And when my mom got me at school, she was like, okay, we're going to drive to this library and you're going to meet him. Well, the guy never showed up. My mom ended up having to go back to work. So she took me to my father's office and my dad wasn't there. But at some point she connected with him and told him what I had done. So when he walked into his office, my father would not look at me. He would not speak to me and it was eating me alive. When it was actually time to leave and come home, 
I went and got in the car and he had the paper for the day and he just kind of like tossed it in my lap and said, read that. And unfortunately, there was an article on the front of the paper and about a young girl who had been raped and killed. And I don't remember all of the specifics, but the the point is my dad wanted me to see that anything could have happened to me. And, you know, he was trying to make a point of how thoroughly disappointed he was in me. And the thing that crushed my spirit and hurt my heart was hearing him say, I don't trust you, that I'm disappointed in you, and you're going to have to earn my trust back. Who, Lord have mercy. It was almost, <laughs> hear me, almost worse than being on punishment for however many days they put me on punishment for. But the point is, trust is earned. And healthy relationships in, in, in all of our lives involve honesty. They involve trust, respect, and open communication between all people, all partners, and they take effort and compromise. There is no It's now time for just a brief break as we move into what I like to call the sisterhood sit-down segment. Enjoy. The sisterhood sit-down. In each episode, we will feature a sister's personal message from her heart and soul as we continue our daily walk to speak and be emphatically you. Trust in God's divine timing can be challenging at times. As humans, we want what we want when we want it. And oftentimes, we become impatient and disregard the idea that God's timing is perfect. Trust in God's divine timing for our life grows our faith as we are forced to wait. During the wait, it feels very uncomfortable. We get frustrated and sometimes our faith wavers. It causes us to trust in God and His appointed time. He will provide whatever the need is. And He and He alone gets all the glory. But even in knowing all of this, it's still hard to do. One thing that we must do is understand the season that we are in. Just because we are wanting something doesn't mean that we are ready for it. I believe that's why sometimes things aren't instantaneous because if we receive whatever we are waiting for prematurely, it can hurt us rather than help us in the long run. So think of God's timing as a traffic cop holding you back for just the right time. I think that we can learn to be more patient Patience is something that I happen to not ask God for anymore because what I've learned about patience is that God will put you in situations that forces you to learn and be patient in. And that, my friend, is very uncomfortable for me. During the wait, find something else to focus on that can bring you some sort of gratification in that moment. Finally, learn to surrender to the process. Surrendering allows you to be open and accept that the timeline is not up to you but God. Divine timing is one way that God looks out for you and for me. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back to the second half of the Emphatically You with Candace podcast. I want to say a special thank you to my sister friend, Miss Kisa Campbell. Kisa is an awesome young lady, and I just want to make sure that I shout her out and tell her thank you 
for taking some time to share on the Sisterhood Sit Down. Kisa is a certified professional life coach, and you can follow her on IG at Officially Kisa. Well, we're going to keep this train moving and begin to finish our conversation centered around the beauty of divine timing. I want to start off this area by discussing birthing trust. And as I begin this conversation, I'm going to start with a quote. And it's a beautiful quote from an author, the author of uh, The Anatomy of the Spirit. Her name is Carolyn Miss. Here's the, here's the quote. Having faith in something commits a part of our energy to that thing. Having faith in someone commits a part of energy to that person. Having faith in an idea commits part of our energy to that idea. Having faith in fear commits a part of our energy to that fear. As a result of our energy commitments, we, our minds, hearts, and lives become woven into their consequences. Our faith and our power to choose are, in fact, the power of creation itself. That is such a beautiful quote, and it it is the essence of birthing trust. You know, some of you may know that everything in this life happens in divine timing. However, knowing and trusting and believing are two completely different things. At this time, I want to just just list a few suggestions and some things that I do to help me to solidify my trust. First, prayer and introspection. I use a daily devotional I read a daily scripture from a prayer app, or sometimes I read the daily bread, and I have managed to get past various challenges and hardships as I open up and continue and engage in a very active prayer life. You know, trust enables us to access the voice of God. If you refer back to Jeremiah 29, 11, that will help you to understand just what I'm talking about here. One of the second things that I do, and I highly recommend this to everybody under the sound of my voice, love yourself enough to know you can trust yourself to take care of you. You also need to follow your intuition. You know, trust is hard. And when we feel love, we feel secure and safe. Trust then becomes a little easier. Trust invites us to the heart of God. God wants your trust. He actually wants you to rely upon him during the wait and during the pursuit. Trust is what allows us to access the very voice of God with more clarity. Now, number three, surrender. (laughs) I know this is a difficult thing to do at times, However, learning to surrender can be so beautiful. It can be such a beautiful practice that will show you how to accept new things. You know, God is always on time. You know, I'm sure you all have heard that song. Uh, It's a gospel song by Dottie Peoples. He's an on-time God. I'm not um, the best of singers. I can carry a note, but you all know the song. He's an on-time God. Yes, he is. Well, he's never late. He prepares you to be able to draw lines from yourself to allow trusting others. 
And when we build our spiritual trust, we are trusting that the timing in life is about a belief and not being afraid to becoming creative when it's necessary. You know, it is knowing that there is a time and a place for every single thing and you are working towards it. The fourth thing that I want to share is trusting your life is simply about becoming one with yourself and God, learning to let go, letting go and not forcing things to happen allows you to make room in your life for things to reveal themselves in their designated time. You know, you can get stuck on one outcome, not realizing there is so much more for you in this world. But those are just four different things that I wanted to share as we talk about what it looks like to actually birth trust. I am at the perfect place at the perfect time. God orchestrates everything in my life with perfect ease and grace. Let's talk about gratitude. I say affirmations every single day, every single day. And that's one of the ones that I actually repeat. You know, connecting to gratitude is essential for our well-being, for our peace of mind. Giving thanks for each and every day that we are allowed to breathe. You know, give thanks for our health, just giving thanks for our life in general. It means everything to show the universe, to show God, and to show yourself that you are grateful. This is another connector to divine timing. A new day simply means new possibilities. Each day that we are blessed to open our eyes is another day to get it right. Acknowledging that life is not promised. Tomorrow is not promised. Just again to be awakened by God. I am so eternally grateful for this particular life that I am living right now. I'm grateful that God sees me and is standing with me and pushing me because he already has ordered each of our steps. The unknown is an opportunity to make way for the unbelievable. I don't know what the future holds. I don't know what tomorrow will bring, but the unknown is an opportunity to simply make way for the unbelievable. As you think about gratitude and things that you're grateful for, I'd like for you to choose three things that you do daily to show gratitude. For me, I do a guided meditation. You know, every meditation is an opportunity to create your reality. I I just shared with you, with you one of my affirmations. I speak affirmations every single day. And the newest thing that I've begun to do, I have a a little notebook that I keep And I write down every single day things that I'm grateful for. Every single day, I take time to write down the things that I'm grateful for. I want to not just have it in my mind or have it in my headspace, but I want to put it on paper so that I can read through it to remind me 
of all of the blessings that God is giving me. Even today, as I'm recording and I'm sharing this information with you, you know, to be able to get up, get in your car, drive to point A, and then get back in your car and to drive back to point B and not have anything happen to you. What an enormous blessing. I am so grateful that I'm able to say that I am covered and I've been covered each and every single day. One of the other things that I do is I listen to positive music. I love all kinds of music, but I listen to positive music just to keep me motivated. One of those songs that I listen to, I have it on a constant replay on a loop is A Great Work by Brian Courtney Wilson. And there's a line in there where he says that God is looking beyond my faults and loving me into my future. It gets me every time. The fact that I'm not perfect, but God is looking beyond my faults and he's loving me into my future. I just can't get enough of that. I simply cannot get enough of that. And I want you to think about something um, as we we're talking about being grateful. You know, when was the last time, and I'm using the example of driving because there's so much traffic in, in my city, <laughs> but when was the last time you were driving somewhere and you may have had your GPS on, not because you didn't know where you were going, because I do this, but just to see what the traffic looked like. So you're driving along, you're driving along, and all you see is red lights in front of you. Just all this red. And you're thinking, oh my, wow. I don't know why the GPS brought me this way. I think I'm going to get off. But here's the thing. <laughs> A GPS is not God, but it was made by someone. And I'm thinking that was made by someone who was being blessed by God's love and God's care and God's knowledge there's usually something else around the corner. There's usually something else around the corner that if we don't stay on the path that the GPS has put us on to get to our destination, we're going to run into something else. And the GPS is keeping us from getting into that other mishap, whatever it may be. And even though it may look on the surface like, oh my gosh, look at all these red lights. I'm going to be late. It's all this traffic. You're really going to get there at the divine time, exactly at the right time when you're supposed to be there. And for that, something as simple as that, you need to extend gratitude. You need to extend all of the gratefulness that you have because again, the scripture that I shared earlier, Jeremiah 29, 11, for I know the plans that I have for you, plans to prosper you and not harm you. That's a mouthful in itself. That's a mouthful in itself. We've been talking about the beauty of divine timing. And as we begin to come to a close, I wanna just kind of summarize a lot of what we've been discussing today. You know, God will give you exactly what you need at exactly the right time. You don't need to stress. 
You don't need to worry. You don't need to be anxious while you're waiting. He wants you to trust him, not only during the pursuit, but during the wait. Me personally, I'm choosing to rest and trust in God, who I know will deliver and come through with all he has promised. You know, that makes me think about another one of my favorite scriptures, Proverbs 3, verses 5 and 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to him and he will make your path straight. That's the New International Version. But the gist of that scripture, those two verses in that scripture are simply profound. Just give your trust to God because he has everything already set up and ordained. So these are some of my takeaways for you. What is meant for you will find its way. I need you to let go of things that are not supposed to happen. Take time to examine your discomfort. You know, allow yourself to exist in uncomfortable circumstances. Because a lot of times when we're uncomfortable, if we sit right there in it, that's when we really find out what truth is. Don't get attached to the outcomes before they occur. That one was especially for me. And I need you to believe. Just simply believe. Never lose faith in God or your divine intervention. You know, the divine forces that govern our existence must be embraced in order to allow them to have a huge effect on our lives. The only thing that you need to do are, there are four things. Trust the timing of your life. Let go of any worries. Embrace the change that is a part of life and wait patiently for things that are inevitably to come. They are on the way. They are already, it's just so funny. We don't understand, and this is for me too. We don't understand that he set the, the day at the beginning and he set the day at the end and he mapped out every single thing in between. We just don't know it. And I know you all have heard this saying before. If you want to make God laugh, <laughs> make some plans. He already has it there and he's going to deposit it inside of you so that you know that this is what I had set up for you in the beginning. Simply remember everybody that every detour and delay has been divinely orchestrated just for you. God knows the ideal timing for you to arrive at your destination. Remember what I said earlier? We'll get there when we get there. Y'all, I have so enjoyed spending this time with you today. This is fun. This is really, really fun. I enjoy sharing just a little bit of my life, sharing some tips, hoping that they will enlighten you and they will help you just a little bit as you move from day to day. If you want to connect with me, please feel free to reach out to me at Candace at Emphatically You. Dot com. That's Candace, C-A-N-D-A-C-E, at emphaticallyyou.com. I would absolutely love to hear from you and hear some of your feedback. So please don't be afraid. Send me an email. Let me know what you're thinking, what your thoughts are. Um, but until next time, 
I want you to take care, stay safe, and make it a great day.